Too, too spooky week on the Jackson Cloud, unless you're listening on the podcast, in which case you're like, what the heck is he talking about? Casey is a grifter or something. I don't know. From the 50s. Greaser. A greaser. Greaser. Uh, I am, my child said I'm from Minecraft, unaware that just 8-bit is what we called video games back in the day. And Olivia is, um, this is, um... That one girl from the thing. Yes, this is my Sally the dress from the before, nightmare before, before Christmas. Christmas. Yes, and uh, these are our not as cool costumes as what we'll maybe wear next week, namely Olivia, who does her own cosplay, and me and Casey, who wear whatever we find around the house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Listen, yes. this has been a I've... costume staple of mine since I did that one like fifties play like eight That's, nine years ago. It's not called a staple. That's called. I still had my musical clothes around. <laughs> Listen, I bought this in Peru when I was yes, 14. Yes, we all okay. know you're cheap, and you still haven't updated your wardrobe since you were 14, as you just said. Um, <laughs> Jamin, it's not cheap. It's better for the environment. Ha! Huh. I can hear his coat, Olivia. It's leather. I hear that's, it. That's what happens with leather. You can hear my shoes half the time. Those are shoes. They walk. Coats don't walk. Just because you wore this out your leather jacket for to where you couldn't hear it and anymore. that's just what I'll do. One of these I've, days this coat will walk all over you. I don't. Uh, we're going to go ahead and hop into Genesis. <laughs> talking about, uh, um, well, in this particular case, pausing to look at the list of children that were uh, birthed from the line of Jacob. But why are you laughing at that? Sounds like final a final born. List. The final, the final born. We did final our, born. we did our ultimate second born episode. Now we're at the final born. All right, a little bit of math here because I'm not gonna read it all. It's it's a boring genealogy. The stuff you tune out on, as always. Ready? Genesis 46 from the let's summarize descendants of Israel uh, came into Egypt. Jacob and his sons and daughters, we get 33, okay? That's a lot. And then the sons of Gad give us 16. And then the sons of Rachel get us 14. And the sons of Dan, 7. And then... Those are rookie numbers. Dan needs to put his numbers (laughs) Yeah, Dan, what you doing, Dan? Come on. And then eventually add it all up, and we get to the nice... Round number of 70. 70, right, yeah. So let's pause right there. I want to hone in on that number and just discuss, like, like numbers in the Bible are big deals. You know, what, give me some classic numbers that always appear. Three. Seven. Three, 77. 77. 77 times seven, <laughs> I think, is one. Or 70 times seven. We got 70 here, we got 12, right? 12 tribes, 12 disciples, 12 elders around the throne. Uh, 70, though, is, is the one that we hone in right here. Oftentimes when we get 
these numbers that appear throughout the Bible over and over again, there's like some kind of like statement being said because, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's like grabbing your attention for a reason. So why 70? Do you guys remember last time we used that number, what it represented? You got to think back because this is like episode 54-ish <laughs> of Genesis. I don't remember. There's 70 something in the world in their time. Taking a stab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this the uh the lesser gods? So it was in our episode about uh Tower of Babel being they're all divided up amongst the gods uh while Yahweh makes Abraham his inheritance. Right. So they're divided into seventy groups, tribes? Nations, yeah, yeah. Groups, tribes, nations, divided into seventy nations. So when we come across this number, so wait, like, wait, so you're saying that I was right? Yes, your stab was correct. Are you happy with yourself? I am, kind of, yeah. Good, yeah. It was All a right. guess, I was not sure. Yeah, the 70 nations is, like when we think of nations today, our list is way bigger than that, right? <laughs> but in Isn't ancient times... 200 plus some? I don't, let's, I'm just curious now. How many nations are there? I'm going to say 254. 195 oh. countries. Oh, okay. At least is the first thing Google pulls up. Uh, so... We've got a much longer list today of, of countries, but Bible times in the Tower of Babel, when it says, here are all the, the like tribes and nations and whatnot, right around there it shows 70 of them, if you were to count it all up. So here we have 70 again. Why? What, what might we try to like correlate? Why would the Bible want... 70 descendants? 70 descendants mentioned specifically right here for Jacob. There's going to be 70 elders in Israel later. Uh, Jesus is going to send out the disciples into... Is it some sort of parallel to where, like, he's going to change the 70, you know, nations from these 70 people? Say again. Like, could it be a way of being like... God's going to change the 70 nations with these 70 people. That would be an interesting way to think about it. What about you, Olivia? Any ideas? I think it might have something to do with the original promise. Which was? You'll have children like the stars in the sky. Hmm. 70 so stars in the sky. 70. Well, no, obviously <laughs> there's a lot more than that. But I feel like 70 is like... A really big number compared to everything we've seen so far. Well, at least when you're thinking, like, between Jacob's kids and grandkids, there were 70 of them. I mean, how many you guys got? <laughs> so far, kids and grandkids, zero. zero. Well, how about between, like, <laughs> cousins? You know, two generations of your family. Oh, gosh. On both sides or just one side? I, I'm just curious, like, number-wise, because I've got... I'm thinking one side. Three kids in my family, and then, like, I have two cousins. <laughs> so, like, for me, it's like, five! <laughs> 70 is a pretty big step. All 
I'm afraid that I totally forgot about some cousins I have when I made that statement. Fourth They're going to watch this was, and be like, uh, How dare you, you sir? So on one side, 19. <laughs> okay. From just the cousins. It's still a ways off from 7. 23 but. if you include, like, the next level up. Yeah. But is that including wives, too? I, I don't remember the whole thing. Then that would add another four, right which would be up to 27. Right. You have lots more family than most people. I mean, I one aunt and uncle has 13. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. That's what throws all the numbers off. Is... You just blew Olivia's Oh, that's a lot of kids. It's over 30 years, too. They're actually cheaper by the dozen. Are we talking about movies now? I mean, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, but it was over like 27 years. It's like how it happened and there's no twins. So, well, in ancient times, you try to have as many kids as you can. That's just a part of the customs. Right. There, there was nothing part of this. It was my grandma was a part of 12. Mm. And so my aunt wanted to better her and do 13. <laughs> it's a family rivalry. <laughs> I'm going to have more you kids a part than of 12 you kids. did. I, I had 13. Yeah. Huh. In ancient times, you tried to have as many as you could. Uh, children were looked at as blessings. I mean, Jacob has so many kids because he's got, like, two wives and then two concubines in between all of that. It's it's about spouses kind of fighting for, like, yeah rivalry. Like, I want to have more kids than you, basically. So <laughs> uh, there's a lot of that going on there. But, yeah, I think when we get to this mark of 70, we did a whole episode on this a while back. There's 70 nations mentioned at the Tower of Babel, and then they're all divided up. And by the time we get to Jesus... Uh, yeah, he's got the 12 disciples, but there is a passage mentioned in Luke where Jesus sends out 70 disciples. And that's like an intentional number. Like, what's, what's the New Testament about? It's, about? it's about the gospel going out. And reaching the nation. Reaching all the nations. So when 70 is like that round number of the entirety of the world, that's part of what it represents in the Bible. And Jesus sends out disciples to a 70, like... You should be thinking that's the foreshadowing of the reaching out to the Gentiles. What was the word, uh, Olivia zoomed in on a little bit, but the word given to Abraham, like the primary word is that he's going to not just have as many descendants as the stars, as much as the sand on the seashore, but this blessing upon Abraham is so he'll bless the entire world, right? Which, that's maybe like the one part of the blessing that that Israel doesn't always focus on so much. Like, yeah, we're going to have lots of descendants. Yeah, we're blessed by God. But then that one little component of the reason you're blessed is so that you're a blessing to everybody else. Even into today, that's a lot of times like we, we throw that out the window or whatever. You know, like even how's blessing talked about in the church? I always think of like, Oh, I got a nice red fancy car. Hashtag blessed. God just wants to bless me. Yeah, you're really touching the world with that car, you know? Like, <laughs> so even today, we kind of go that route, don't we? Like, yeah. I am, God just loves me so much, he wants to bless me and give me all this stuff. I mean, prosperity gospel wouldn't yep. have gotten this far if we were on. Yeah. And I feel like the more used you get to, like stuff the more your theology just starts to change with that stuff uh 
I know of like one church that like I really trusted a lot at one point that like these days I'm like, eh, you, you confuse me a little bit when you say things now. <laughs> and one of the things that shifted with them is like one of their pastors just started talking about like God wants you to be wealthy and tried to make it not sound in like a prosperity form. But like the dude's like a millionaire now, basically. Like he's in one of the biggest churches in the world. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't, you can't create your theology when you have entered into like the 1% and the 99 other percent of the world's like, it's not working for me. <laughs> you know, like your prayers aren't panning out. It's like, you, you gotta, you gotta understand how, why are you blessed? And what is the point of that blessing? Is it just so like things are real great for you because God just really favors you and loves you? Or as it was with Abraham, this overshadowing of 70, you are a blessing to all the nations. That's why you're blessed. Right? <laughs> Casey's nodding. Well, I'm <laughs> like, well, the, the, the thing about it is like, for those that like, that get blessed or that have lots of money, mm. usually then try to like keep their money and not share it, which I feel is like it's the wrong way to think about have uh what's the word stewardship mm. I think that's the wrong way to look at it if you try to like you try to get it and hoard it, but on the other coin or on the other side of the coin, wealthy people are more likely to give you money if you are gonna tell them they're gonna get more wealthy for it, yeah, and so. That uh, that seems to be much easier to market or advertise for your church mm. than saying, "All right, now we want you to get wealth, but then give it all away." Yeah, and that doesn't work out so well. Well, and that was Jesus's words to the wealthy guy. <laughs> you know, it, Jesus was being literal about everything he ever said, except for that wealthy guy. That's the one where we're like, "That's not what he meant, you guys." That was a that was figurative he looked at that guy's heart and he was like this guy specifically shouldn't have wealth <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i've heard that i'm like dude <laughs> like that is a hard passage for a poor person to hear <laughs> like it's not just like easy or hard for like a, a wealthy person to hear uh jesus comes in and he recognizes the dangers that wealth can have i mean i'll even look at myself we and our family, between all the stimuluses that happened over the pandemic mm -hmm. and some uh, confusion throughout the last few years with taxes that benefited us <laughs> as we realized things have been done wrong for a while, like we suddenly found ourselves in a much better financial state than we've ever been in our lives as a family. And it's become easy to, even in my own mind, like this is nice, you know, like <laughs> I can become selfish in this and like everybody leave me alone, you know, like it's, and, and like I've had people who have called me and, and, uh, very desperate, uh, for help financially. And, and like, I want to say no, <laughs> because it's not the first time they've called me. It'd be like the, you know, like the 15th time where it's like, I need money. I'm like, I, I, I'm not a personal bank account. And then I, I turned to God. It's like, I have more money than like 
I used to, and yet I still want to want to be selfish with it. Like that's kind of the internal way that we're all programmed. And I think we've seen like wealth already played negative roles throughout Genesis, haven't we? I mean, even much of the blessing that we would say Abraham has and Jacob has was ill-gotten gains. Right? And there's not great stories behind it. And God often seems to find Wait, you mean you can lie, cheat, and, and steal to lie, cheat, and steal? Lie, cheat, and steal. <laughs> lie, cheat, and steal to get all your money and then you're hashtag blessed? Yeah. Like, that's not even God's doing. That's like, Abraham, you put me in this predicament. <laughs> Why would you do this, you know? Uh, so... So we already see the story of, of wealth kind of with these negative spins on. Actually, Jacob, his story hasn't been great much of the whole time, right? <laughs> There's a well, passage. Not, not until he was like not the main part of the story anymore. Not until was he, he was getting a taste of his own medicine when people started doing to him what he did to other people. Right? Well, that, but then like... Jacob doesn't seem like a, like an okay dude until his kids are doing crazy stuff. And then he doesn't... <laughs> like, so, so, Jacob's not that great, but when his sons go total walking dead, <laughs> then son's like, yeah, Jacob wasn't that bad of a guy. That's <laughs> so, there's a statement when Jacob, when they finally get him to Egypt and they bring him before Pharaoh, Pharaoh's like, how old are you? <laughs> Because he's like 130. Uh, and uh, um, That's old. Yeah. Well, he says, how many, day, how many are the days of the years of your life, is what Pharaoh says to Jacob. And Jacob says, the days and years of my sojourning are 130 years. And then here's how he describes his life. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life. <laughs> Few, Few and, and evil. evil. Or Ra. It's the, it's the same word for the tree of knowledge of good and, and evil. And Ra can actually mean more of like bad. Um, Ra doesn't always have moral tones to it in the Bible in Hebrew. But in Wait, this is it, case... Is it actually Ra? R-A? Yeah. In this case, he has done plenty of evil stuff. So like, <laughs> that could have a different meaning if he's talking about Ra the sun god well, from yeah. Egyptian. Yeah, but I, so, I don't I don't know that there's any overlapping between it. I have But I mean he's in Pharaoh yeah. in Egypt, so like mm. that just makes me think there might be he might be a you know, it was few but but like sunlight. Mm. So like it was few and sunny. It could be another interpretation. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not very good at linguistics, but when you describe your life as few and evil <laughs> are the days of my life or few and bad, like Jacob, Jacob thinks back through his life and, hey, he's come around to realize <laughs> everything that's gone wrong throughout his life. I mean, that does typically tend to happen when people get older. They're like, yeah, I was a jerk <laughs> when I was a kid. Well, yeah, I mean, just think of the last several stories that have happened in his life. Uh, it's not been good. So he's, he's not in a great place by this point, and he recognizes it. Uh, it's kind of interesting, you know? People always look at Jacob or Abraham like, ah, oh, they're so blessed and God just had favor and loved them. And here's Jacob literally reflecting on his story that we've read throughout the Bible. It's like, oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and, and I wish people would hone in on that, you know? Because 
part of Jacob and Abraham's story is like, look at God's faithfulness even when these people are just messing everything up. And the confusing conundrums it puts God in when he has to be faithful when they're messing everything up, you know? Because he promised them. He literally promised himself. We did a whole episode on that. God promises God, I will put this blessing upon you. And then they keep doing all this stuff. It's like, okay, I still promised myself, <laughs> you know? Uh, and that's part of the beauty of the cross is, as Paul says, like, evil becomes evil indeed. It's all lumped right there into the cross. We have proved to ourselves for centuries we cannot do this right. Not just Jacob, not just Abraham, literally every human being. And then Jesus takes all that, and that's what the blessing ultimately is that was given to Abraham. One day, you will bless the whole world. It's Jesus, you know. And Jesus deals with all of that few and evil days <laughs> for, for all of us. Um, so it's a story that we need to. You know, 70 nations, we are the 70 nations. Uh, and the word goes out from Jesus, from Jacob, from Abraham, to everybody. I have blessed you so that you bless others. So, I think, I think we can see that in the 70. Because um, I think that number plays a, a big deal in, in the idea of blessing the whole world. Uh, and I think when we see 70 descendants here with Jacob... If it was me, at least, I'd have that bing, like all the nations eventually are going to be touched because of this. And at least Egypt's already been touched in some ways. Hasn't been necessarily blessed with like the gospel of Jesus yet, but they are surviving famine because of a blessing that God has put on them and then taken them into Egypt. So, uh, yeah, any other thoughts? Cool. Blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. All right, Olivia, take us out. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. And Casey. And be sure to like, comment, and see if you can be the first person to comment before me, because it still hasn't happened yet. You, you just said exactly what she said. Yeah, I said like, comment, and subscribe. Did You're you just mansplain Discord. how to... No, no, I'm just... I'm trying to have someone beat me to the first comment. I'm not going to ask a man if he mansplained. Olivia, did he mansplain you? I don't think he mansplained. He just said the same thing. I just want to say the word mansplain, Olivia. Just agree with me. Nope, nothing. I, you could join us on the Discord. You can join us on the Discord. Again, not mansplaining. Just saying the just same thing. Just tell me I mansplained. Like, learn that term and want to just use it over and over again? Yes!